Hey everyone, and welcome back to FamCast. This is episode 13. I'm Trevor, and I'm here with my co-host Tim. Me. Trey. It is I. And Zach. I am Zach. <laughs> and we're uh, we're here to talk about all sorts of things today. We just kind of figured we'd be a little more freeform. We've been a little specific in the past, and we just kind of wanted to open up the uh, the discussion. Uh, but we did have one topic in mind just to kind of kickstart things, and that's the uh, most recent Call of Duty beta that a few of us took part in. So I'll uh, I'll throw it over to Tim, and you can kind of give us your first impressions. So uh, I come from a long line of Call of Duty. Ever since, what was it? I don't know, Call of Duty 2 from Xbox 360. Okay, so I know it's not a long line, but I've been playing it since Call of Duty 2. Um, and what's funny is I I played that game and got my dad into it. And now he plays probably more Call of Duty than anybody I know. Like, he comes home and plays that game all the time. So I generally can base my, is this Call of Duty any good, off of <laughs> my dad for the most part. And um, I personally, I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. It was a well-needed game kick back to World War II that I think a lot of people have been asking for for this series. Um, my dad enjoyed it greatly. He's been waiting for a game like that as well. Um, we played with Zach the other day, and we all had a good time. Plenty of rage moments. Classic Call of Duty. You know, that's that's what it does. But it, it, to me, me personally, I, I enjoyed what I got to play. I enjoyed the weapons. I enjoyed the difference of how you have these divisions versus just classes. Like, there's more detail in it, more things like that. So that's at least my first initial impression of it is I, I've really enjoyed what I got to play. I'd agree with that for the most part. Uh, I thought it was... Sorry, I'm just going to jump in here. Um, I thought it was a lot of fun. Obviously, I'm a, kind of a World War II nerd, and so it definitely touched on that, which was... I don't know, man. I'm just really happy with that. But... um. The big, like, thing I didn't like about it, really, which, I mean, we haven't seen... I don't like the divisions, actually. Like, they're neat, but there's only five levels to them, so maybe that that's just a of. beta. Yeah, that we know of. Exactly. That's where I'm going. They showed us the five levels that the uh, for the beta. I'm hoping there's more to it than that. I really do. But if it's just five levels, I felt like those five levels were pretty quickly obtainable, so I don't know. But I thought overall it was pretty good. It was a return back to what I thought the like the older ones were, which were I mean I mean the last couple ones are still fast paced, but there's no jumping, there's no wall running stuff like that. It's just about map management and it's all on one axis, which maybe that means I'm not as good a gamer because I have trouble when people start jumping. I don't know. Uh, that's probably what that exactly means. But I do, I did enjoy it quite a bit. And I'm looking forward to the full game. I'm definitely going to buy it. I'm definitely going to buy it. I mean, I buy every Call of Duty, but that doesn't mean I always play them all that much. But this one definitely, yeah, I liked it. I think we can agree, I mean, for the most part, that the, oh, man, Advanced Warfare, actually, Infinite Warfare wasn't terrible for those who actually played Infinite Warfare and didn't buy the game just for the the Modern Warfare uh, remake because that's what most people bought it for was just the Modern Warfare remake. I've gave Infinite Warfare some time and actually I did enjoy it for the most part. But I think, and to your point that you made, Zach, about the whole jumping on walls and stuff like, I think that's where they really lost me. Ninety percent of the reason I stopped enjoying them is because of that stuff. Like it's just it, it becomes it becomes too chaotic at that point. When you when you have people that are flying around, jumping on walls, wall running, all this stuff, it, it's it's too chaotic for me to to enjoy the game. Um, as to where a game like this, it, you know, it's 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 a lot more controlled. You can have control over it when you're when you're 
I don't want to say camping because everybody hates campers, but there are defensive times, right, where you have to be defensive. That's the whole point of what you're supposed to do. It's a, it's a lot nicer to be able to have a defensive strategy and not just be like, well, hopefully they don't come flying out of the sky either, you know. So that 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 is something I enjoyed. And I know Trey, Trey, you got to play it, but you played it on PS4. Um, yeah, that game sucks ass, dude. <laughs> there you go. All that right. game is, oh, I, I can't play that game. But why? Um, the guns just aren't fun to me. Um, the maps are, I would want to say too tiny, but for stuff like sniping, it's just, it's not fair to snipers, I think. They did feel really small. They I, were that small. was one of my complaints. Um, granted, I know this is just the beta. We only had a couple maps, but it's just, I don't know. The guns just didn't feel fun to me at all. Like, they all felt the same, no matter what you played, between SMG, LMG, Assault Rifle. They all felt the same to me. Eh, everyone's allowed to have their opinions. That's, yeah. But, you know. <laughs> like, I, uh, yeah. At least with... Like, Modern Warfare 2, of course, you know, the holy grail of Call of Duty, I think. But uh, <clears throat> it's had more individuality with the guns, if that makes sense. Like, some of the guns had, like, essence to them. Like, the ump, you know, you could just, you know, you could run and gun with that. Whereas, you know, the assault rifles, you actually had to, like, aim down the scopes and, you know, really, like, zoom in or, like, hone in that skill of that assault rifle. Whereas these ones and this one, it's like you're either doing the the one gun that does the pinging noise, or you're doing an SMG, or you're doing a shotgun, and that was it. Granted, I know those are only the only guns that were in the game, but man, I just not I did not have fun with it at all. I unlocked one of the later assault rifles when I played on Xbox, and it was actually pretty fun because we didn't really mess with the assault rifles all that much on PS4. But um, also, I do agree with you though; like the maps are really small. Um, and they felt like, I mean, they're very, I don't know, man, they are, they're very much built around the SMG. So I'm hoping that once the full game comes out, we'll see some larger maps. I don't know, man. Like, they just felt too, like I said, constricted, too small. Um, and, you know, Tim, we're jumping back a little bit, but to your point, the whole jumping around thing, I will give it to Activision and uh, was it Infinity Ward that does... I, I, I know that Infinity Ward and Treyarch used to pass the game back and forth. I don't know who does them anymore. But um, to give it to them, you know, one thing everyone complains about with Call of Duty is they do the same damn thing every time. And so the whole jumping and wall running thing, I, I bash it because it's not something I enjoy. But I'll give it to them for at least trying to evolve a little bit. Sorry, I'm just playing the devil's advocate there. I feel the same way. Like it, it, it doesn't hurt to change it up, right? I agree. Like it, it did. And and when uh, what was it? Uh, what was the first game that Exo skins were in? Um, Black Ops that, Three. Black was Ops it Black 3. Ops Three? Uh -huh. So when they first announced that, I mean, that was a cool. Everybody was excited about it, right? I was excited about it when they first announced it. It was fun. But when it was in every single game after that, it just kind of got monotonous, you know, yeah. like the same concept. Um, and I will state as far as the guns go. And I feel this is the same way in almost every Call of Duty. And this is, again, my personal opinion. 
but I, ever since Modern Warfare, the original Modern Warfare, I feel like SMGs run that game. SMGs oh, yeah. are 100, they have more freaking accuracy than assault rifles, which blows my mind, by the way, absolutely blows my mind mm -hmm. that an SMG can hurt me and do more damage to me far away than an assault rifle, considering an assault rifle, that's the whole point of an assault rifle, is to have the better range and better accuracy. Uh. So that... That just blows my mind. And it's the same in this game, I felt. Like, everyone... So many people were using SMGs. And whether it be far range or close up, like, they were beating assault rifles all the time. At least my assault rifle. They have a slight damage drop-off the farther you get with SMGs. But, I mean, they're still bullets. They're still bullets. And, and because you pump more bullets out because it's an SMG and it's more accurate, I, I feel like that, that definitely trades for the drop-off. Uh, maybe. I, I, I have trouble with, like, once you get to a certain range with SMGs, I feel like the accuracy drops off quite a bit. But that's my opinion, too. But Call of Duty also doesn't have any kind of bullet drop or anything like that. Like, I think there, if there was bullet drop, that would be a change. But I don't know. I, all I, I was very happy, though, that um, it felt more like Modern Warfare 2. Obviously, the guns, you're right. You're 100% right about that, Trey. Uh, they're vastly different. Uh, as far as like what Modern Warfare 2 had, and they do all kind of have a similar feel to them. I will grant you that. Um, but I, I'm happy with at least where they're going. I don't know. I think it's going to be a game I enjoy. Is it going to be as good as Modern Warfare 2? Probably not. But am I hungry for a game that reminds me of those days a little bit? Yeah. And so the, I'll, I'm probably to the point where, and I do have a lot of bias, I will overlook some things just because it, it reminds me of that some late nights spent with friends playing games that but that being said i mean either you can only reinvent the wheel so many times or there's no reinventing the wheel necessarily but i don't know that's all i i'm excited to i i also want to see the zombies though i i'm I looking forward to seeing what that would be the does. only thing that i'd be excited to play would be the zombies yep i yeah i didn't like the war game mode either i didn't like it at all you mean it's Overwatch? just way too campy <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the the Overwatch game mode. Overwatch they put mode. In. I mean, it's just like, uh, I don't know, man. It just felt really campy and really like, oh, I'm gonna throw myself into this uh, objective over and over and over again. I don't know. That's my opinion. So let me play devil advocate on this because me personally, I enjoyed war mode, and, and and here's here's the reason why. If we start talking about Overwatch mode, then then we need to bring up Battlefield because Battlefield's been doing uh, Rush. And, you know, it's it's the same kind of concept. You do one objective here to push up. Do one objective here to push up. Do one objective here to push up and or win, right? Same concept. The Battlefield's had that for, for forever. Um, yeah, the, the payload thing is is clearly Overwatch. I mean, if anyone says otherwise, they're, they're wrong. That, that last segment where you're moving a tank, that's clearly an Overwatch aspect. I mean, for sure. But it, it, at the same time, it kind of it kind of makes sense right there. But... To, to to the to the campiness and the game mode thing, something that always bothered me personally is people who say people are camping and it's a campy thing when that's the whole objective of that game mode. Like when I play Search and Destroy and I'm on the defensive side, yeah, I'm going to camp. I'm not going to run out like an oh. idiot and die. Like no, I'm not saying thing. that you're camping like I'm insulting you like, oh, you fucking camper. I'm saying that that's the point of the game mode and that's not fun to me. Like... Just sitting around waiting on people to run into my line of sight isn't necessarily why I play Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty because I like the run and gun aspect. Although I do snipe and I do get a little campy sometimes, but <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not by any means saying like, oh my goodness, da 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 da. Um, I, 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 you're a stupid camper. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying I don't enjoy that game mode. I don't feel like it complements Call of Duty. I think Call of Duty is trying to do something new to their credit, but I also it's just like. 
just do what you do. Just do what you normally do and quit trying to change things up. I I think you'll be surprised at how many people actually wind up enjoying war mode. I, I oh, mean, I'm, I'm not, sure it'll be popular. I'm sure it'll be popular. I I, I enjoyed it, and and I'm not even gonna say it's gonna be my my main game mode. When I play when I play COD. Me and my dad will sit down and we'll play search and destroy. That's our game mode. If we need to go, some, if we need to go run and kill, we'll play like hardcore TDM or kill confirmed. I still think kill confirmed is twenty times better than kill uh, team team deathmatch, but that's a whole other subject. Right. Um, because that because again, actually, to your point there with kill confirmed, you can't run into people just camping, right? They have to actually get out and get tags, or else they're not helping their team win. Right. Um. So, and I agree with you there, like, uh, to that aspect of it. It's just like there are so many people, and so many times you'll get messages from people that you're playing a game mode that literally requires you to defend something, and they're just like, "Oh, you camper! Wow, a bunch of campers!" And I know that's not what you're doing. I'm just saying, you know, there are people, there are plenty of people out there that do that, and it's just like, do do, do you not understand what 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 this game mode is? If you want to go run and gun, there are game modes for run and gun. If you don't like war mode, you know, there's game modes that aren't war mode. That's why there's more game modes. Right. But, but I think the the general thought process of it, because it is different, it's more than just a it's more than just a okay. Here's one objective, go do it. There are multiple objectives, and who knows what they're going to be on different maps? They might be completely different on more maps. We just we don't know. No, and I get that. I think we've said plenty about Call of Duty here, but I don't know. There's just it's just I didn't like the mode. I think partially because the map felt small again. It felt very narrow. Like there were no like really great um, flanking points. There were no high points on the map that you could snipe from. Like there were a couple, but they were like blatantly obvious. I just I felt like the map design really was really lazy on the maps that I played. I did like the 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 multiplayer map where you're like in the trenches and stuff. That's really cool. But other than that, I I just felt like everything was like, okay, let's put three lanes, and then we'll have a couple crosses in between here and here, and uh, there, there's the map. Mind you, it's the beta, it's early, we've played uh, three maps, I think, total, so it's hard to judge. I was just, I'm just, obviously you're very happy with it, Tim, I was trying to provide a counterpoint to everything, because I'm actually really excited about it, I, I, I'm very much looking forward to playing it, like I've said ten times already. I just wanted to kind of round it out because I felt like maybe we were being a little biased. <laughs> Although I think I think Trey stepped in and fixed that when he's like maybe maybe garbage. later down the road, maybe like if you know if I play with you guys and I might like it again. But for now, mm-hmm. I I mm-mm. I I thought about pre-ordering it and I was like nope. I tried to give yep. it a shot and I said hell no. I cannot. It was so frustrating to me through and through. It's just not fun. Like it's hard to see other enemies. Ugh, no. That Call of Duty has always been one of those games I can't play alone. Like I can, but I hate it when I play it alone. Like it's definitely a much better experience, and especially war mode. I guarantee you, if I don't have a, at least close to a full team, I would never play that game mode ever. Yeah. Ever. Oh, it's like Overwatch. Yeah. I can't play Overwatch without a team, or else it just frustrates me. That's probably nine. <laughs> That's probably ninety-nine percent of the gaming I do anymore is just social gaming. I don't know. Trevor, are you gonna play Call of Duty? I will not be playing Call of Duty. What um, game are you going to be playing soon, though, Trevor? Trevor. Um, that that's a good question. <laughs> are you are you uh, baiting me into an answer? Yes, I am. <laughs> oh, uh, what what answer would you like me to give? Uh, did you have a chance to play the Destiny Two PC beta? Oh, yes, I did. That that makes sense because that comes out in a couple days. Well, the the um, <laughs> console the console version does. Yeah, the PC beta right, doesn't come out yeah. until October. Correct. What'd you think so of yeah, it? Yeah. I uh, cuz I didn't get a chance to play the uh 
the console beta. So I figured I'd at least, you know, see what it was like on, on PC. And I, I was blown away by the way that it looked on PC. Um, it, it, it just, it made me really, really regret that we're getting it on Xbox. <laughs> no, granted, granted, I, I'll, I'll, I'll say that I understand that, you know, PC is not coming out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes sense to get it, you know, if we want to play it right away, it makes sense to get it on console. There's, there's no point in waiting if you, if you're that passionate about the game. Yeah. So we're all going to get it on, on console, but I think a lot of us after playing the PC demo really want to get it on PC as well. Yes. I will be getting it on PC. Yeah. Yeah. I never, I really enjoyed what I played, um, when I played with friends, but um, that lasted probably like a week. Yeah. It just, it got really boring. Like I, I liked what I got into at first, but then after a while, it's just like the same thing over and over. Yeah. Um, same, same enemy types. Um, there wasn't a lot of change in like the missions. So I, I honestly just got bored with it. I never got to do any of the raids, Vault of Glass or any of the, the DLC packs. And the worst part is I bought, I had bought all the DLC or when it first came out. Yeah. Like the season pass the or season whatever pass, it was. Yeah. Yeah, and I just never got around to it. It just wasn't wasn't exciting for me. So, so I'm hoping that they learn from their mistakes, um, kind of like what we've seen Battlefront do. Um, they've really seems like they've learned their mistakes from their first iteration, and they're bringing that back with a uh, a very positive sequel. That's what I've been seeing, man. Everything about it is hot, hot, hot. Oh but, God, it's uh, so good. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You had a chance to play it, right, Trey? Yes, I did. And you liked it. You liked it. It, yeah, it took me back to the PS2 days, and yeah, I loved it. I loved it so much. Nice. I can't wait for that game to come out. What have they implemented that is different than the first one? So the first one, I didn't really play much. I think I played like one or two rounds with Trevor one time, and then I was like, eh, it's okay. But once I got on to the uh, Battlefront 2 um, game that I got to at uh, E3, it was, uh, I felt like it was night and day better me personally like visually it looked better um the 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 time period i think is cool because you can kind of like mix and mash some things together which is pretty awesome um but yeah it's just it, overall i think it just felt better to me but that's just me okay. i like the I, way you could become a uh a hero in that game yeah, yeah, way yeah. better than you could in the first one. Like, cause in the first one, you just had to hope you found one of those stupid tokens on the ground. And uh-huh. like, oh, now this one, you can actually save up, you know, your earnings throughout the game and become a hero. I like right, I, like, like the that. old battlefronts. Right. Oh, okay, interesting. All right, so what, back to Destiny, yeah. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> I just we we transitioned there for a second, and so I just wanted to hear what you had to say about it because I haven't seen too much about the second game and stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, it um, plays exactly like the old Battlefront gotcha. just I'm going to call it Battlefront 2 HD remastered PS4 edition <laughs> because Fair it's enough. just it was amazing I just want to get your way. thought on it since you brought it up but yeah uh-huh. we can go we, we definitely can go back to Destiny um I thought it was beautiful just like Trevor said mm-hmm. and I thought I mean it's 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 an MMO so like my one friend's big complaint about it is the beta she's like it played just like Destiny 1 which obviously all we got to see was a strike and PvP. Yeah. And that's true. I mean, it did play just like Destiny 1. But that's how MMOs are. They just expand on the storyline. And they add a couple new things here and there. Which apparently they're adding um, a bunch of new like missions you can do on the actual... Um, oh, I can't remember what the maps are called. There's a term they use for them. But when you're on the world map and stuff. And uh-huh. the world maps are supposed to be larger too. Yep. 
Um, but everything I saw, I'm, I'm super excited about it. Uh, it comes out in like three days, I think. I'm going to do a 24-hour stream. Two days, my friend. Oh, two days. Um, not 24-hour stream, a 12-hour stream. And I'm just pumped. And we're doing a review for it, too, aren't we? Oh, yes. It's going to be that'll... so good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to playing with you guys, really. Like, that's, to me, like, that's the point of it. Yeah. I can play a shooter anywhere, but to play with you guys and to joke around and shit, like, that's, mm, that's why I play yeah. games for the most part. Yeah, I think that's going to be the cool thing about it, because the first one I got into a lot, you know, I had my group of people, and then they kind of fell off, and then they started leveling up way past me, and I was like, eh, okay, I'll just stick to the Crucible, so I just did that whole lot. And then I got tired of the game because it was just the same enemy types, blah, 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 blah the same shit over and over, like yep. we, we keep talking about. But yep. I'm really excited for this one because, you know, animations are better. Um, new enemies, which is cool. Um, and I'm actually playing a whole other class than what I'm used to, so that's going to be interesting. Yeah, what classes are you guys going to play? I'm going Titan. Going Titan? Nice. Trevor? I think I'm going to go Titan as well. Um Still, still haven't decided a hundred percent because I was also thinking of Warlock, but I'm, I'm pretty much like ninety percent sure I'm going Titan. Tim, Hunter for life. Okay, All right. I played a hunter in the first. I had everything in the first game, but I played my hunter most. But I think I'm going to go Warlock in this one also. Uh, nice. Trevor. Sorry. To to uh, to kind of bring back up the point of the whole what your buddy said is uh, like you know oh it's, it plays just like Destiny one. I don't think anybody ever complained about like how Destiny played because the combat mechanics in that game are fantastic they've always been fantastic like the the shooting mechanics all that the gunplay i've always thought that the destiny gunplay and the shooting mechanics were fantastic mm-hmm. it just got you know a little repetitive which which you know i'll just say it i mean mmos are repetitive am i wrong yeah. they're grindy no, that's that's not. what they do i mean i i personally didn't mind the grind when i i, I think it rewards high grind players more so than not um but says the it, guy who got the all Destiny One that. T-shirt, right? <laughs> I did, yes, I did get the Destiny. All MMOs do that, though. <laughs> I think his point was the fact that he's not a, a MMO guy. He's a console gamer. He plays shooters, that kind of stuff. And so, for him, when he sees a new a sequel to something, he expects it to be different. And I don't know, man. Like, but that's that's an irrelevant argument too, in my eyes. Because it's like, right. okay, well, Modern Warfare 2 is very similar to Modern Warfare 1. Right. Uh, Halo 2 is very similar to Halo 1. Like, obviously, the stories are different. And, well, that's my opinion. I don't know. I didn't play a ton of Halo. But, I mean, like, if you play through the single-player campaign, it's obviously very similar, but they've added some new things. And the same, I think, can probably be said for Destiny 2. Like, it looks very much like Destiny 1. But, obviously, there are going to be new things. But it's also an MMO, and they're only going to, you know, expand so much to it. Correct. I feel like... Destiny, the difference between Destiny 1 and Destiny 2 is very, like, for me, personally, it's very visual difference, because mm-hmm. Destiny 1, the colors were fairly muted. Destiny 2, vibrant as fuck, and I'm on so PC. excited. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, on PC, I guess I should say that. But, uh, I'm, I'm really excited for this game. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll wait to this review to talk more about it. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, uh, yeah. I can't wait. Uh, we, we all can't wait. Especially yeah. for the PC one, because yeah. PCs, like I, so I, I still don't understand why the consoles can't run it at 60 FPS. Well, it's interesting that you say that because that's that's been a big thing, right, for people like mm-hmm. why can't it do it? I'm curious because they are very close-lipped about 
Scorpio on it or Xbox oh, One X. You know what? So I never really thought about that. It'll be interesting to see if when Xbox One X comes out, if it can run it on 60 frames and how well it will look. Because if it looks really good like the PC version did, like that would be awesome, and I would be yeah. super stoked for that. Because I when I, mm. I have a feeling that's what's going to happen. Like there's going to be like a. Uh, I don't even know, like a this half generation patch for these games. It's going to be like, oh, Destiny 2, HD, 4K, 60 FPS for Xbox uh, Scorpio and uh, PS4 Pro. I guarantee that's going to happen, especially for the PS4 Pro since Sony's, you know, throwing money at this game. Right. It'll probably be a, a patch, if anything. Yeah. That's a good point. I could I could see that happening, especially because this whole HD revamping or whatever you want to call it, this enhanced mode of gaming that we're getting now for these half generation leaps. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about all that stuff. Yeah, me neither. I'm just kind of I'm okay with what I have right now. I don't have a 4K TV, so I'm not too worried about all those extra bells and whistles. No, I'm in the same. I'm in the same boat. But come Black Friday, your boy <laughs> might get one. Let me change my mind on that. Yeah, not very many games, you know, not many video, not many games on can make me go like, oh my freaking gosh, this game looks absolutely gorgeous. But when I loaded that up on Destiny, like that was just, I was, oh, I man. was honestly just blown, shocked. Because at first I didn't even have it on max settings. I didn't realize, and it still looked great. And then I turned it up and. I had to turn one thing off because apparently it's too demanding for like PCs at this point. It's like MMS or something. I don't know, but MSAO. Yeah, that's it. Like, my gosh, did that game just? It was just, ah, just. I feel like it was leaps and bounds better on PC than it was on uh, console. I I would have to agree in terms of easily look. Yeah, just because just like slapping 60 FPS or uncapped frame rate on a game. Because we all have these like awesome rigs, just doing that and then playing on console, I was like, oh, it feels mm-hmm. like I'm playing the game through molasses. Night and day, night and uh-huh. day difference. Night and I day, used to, leaps and bounds. I used to be that guy that was like, oh, I can't tell a difference. Yeah, fuck that man. Not yeah. a, not mm-hmm. anymore. I see a big difference. Right. I don't know, man. Oh, we're definitely seeing a surge forward on graphics and stuff right now. Which I mean, when you think about it, the first one, they 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 developed on 360 and PS3 and the next gen consoles. Uh-huh. It was pretty early in the next gen console life cycle too. So now we're seeing what they can do with shit. Which obviously we're talking about the PC beta. I did not play the console beta, um, so I'm interested to see what it looks like on console. But I'll be damned, man! It was so pretty on PC. Like at one point, and I had it on medium settings because I was streaming it and worried about it. And I'm like running through this area, and there's water droplets on my screen. Yeah, dude. And the rain hitting good. your visor. It, it didn't like you know how you turn medium settings down, uh-huh. and, or the things down to like medium or whatever, and like it just it almost makes the game look cheap when you do that. Like obviously, like it'll still try to render certain things that they should just mm-hmm. stop rendering if you turn it down to medium. And it'll make the the like the water reflection or whatever look really really bad. I'm not doing right. a good job of describing this, but you get the picture. Yeah, I know um, what you mean. That was not the case with this. Like it still looks real premium, real clean, real real clear cut. And yeah, like so I was that I was concerned about my computer not being able to run it, but you know I, I put it on high settings and it's running at 80 FPS or something like that, and I was like, oh my gosh, like yep. okay, this is beautiful. Like I don't have a 4K monitor. 
like I have a regular ass 1080p, you know, like 60 hertz, and I was like, yes, I'm I'm all I'm all for this. And that's the difference between a mace a major company like Activision putting a game together and optimizing it and stuff, and then you mm-hmm. have a game that is graphically nowhere near any of that, like PUBG. And like right. there are times my computer struggles with PUBG at like low to medium settings. Uh huh. And mind you, it's an early access game. Blah 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 blah. Which you can say the beta is early access too. But anyway, that's just that's my point. I'm just grumpy about PUBG because it looks like it plays like shit sometimes. Yeah. And, and I want to stream it more. Yeah, PUBG is very demanding. I haven't played PUBG in like weeks. I feel yeah. bad. But well, that's a, I mean, man, that's a big game though. Like PUBG, yeah. that's a big game with a hundred people with all kinds of little individual details. You got to uh, run in at a time. Like that's a lot of stuff. Yeah, but man. graphically, it's nowhere near Destiny. Like graphically, it's just nowhere near. And Destiny 2 ran a billion times more clean. And it, is it a big game? Because it's not. It's like the map is large, yes, which which does affect your processor, but it's one map, and it does have to load in randomly the loot and stuff like that, and you are dealing with 100 other players, and those are all things that make sense. But like just since I started playing it, I believe in uh, April, I think, like every patch is a huge step forward, which is great. I'm very happy about but it just goes to show how unoptimized something. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm really not dissing on PUBG too much because it's early access and everyone, mm-hmm. that's what everyone's going to say. But I'm just saying, like, that's the difference between a major company doing something and something small like that. Oh, Mind you, yeah. everyone loves it and it's a lot of fun to play. I'm not, like I said, I'm not really dissing it. I just, yeah, no, you're absolutely right, dude. I mean, you look at PUBG and how it looks on PC compared to what it looks like on console and i think it looks better on console than it does on pc 100 percent, 100 percent. at least from you know my settings on my computer because i've seen it on high settings and i'm like yeah it's a good looking game and i look at it on the xbox trailer and i was like well damn like this looks better Mm -hmm. on which console for some reason but they're partnered with microsoft now right right. is that correct so i'm interested to see where that goes and how that ends up me too but yeah, that's my thought on that. <laughs> I want to play as Master Chief in in <laughs> yeah, PUBG. Dude. Make it See, happen, please. <laughs> I man, the skin thing. Like, I start getting worried about that because oh, like H one Z one, they started doing like bright yellow. H one Z one's a very similar game. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. H one Z one King of the Hill was it's a game mode that's exact same basically, but they start doing like crazy skins and like shotguns with like purple paint on them and stuff like that, and that stuff just gets stupid to me. But that's my opinion too. Yeah, I mean it's just a way of people to individualize themselves in the game, you know. Yeah, it's more of the prop. My frustration with it is the monetization of loot boxes and shit like that. But hey, it they, is what they got to make money somehow. I mean, no, they have the one time purchase, but. You got to keep the the game alive somehow, you know? Listen, Trey, I want to play the game, and I want it to be exactly the way I want it to be. (laughs) No, dude, you're right. I'm just being a grumpy old curmudgeon, I guess. I think think we had this talk in another podcast. We did. We did. (laughs) I feel like we talked all about uh, 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 microtransactions and the like. We did. Oh. I feel like that was episode 11 or something. Uh, Was it 10 or 11? I can't remember. Not that it matters. Um... But something else we talked about <laughs> in that podcast was uh, we talked about Hearthstone. Oh, yeah. And how awesome uh, opening random packs that we buy uh, is. How, how opening <laughs> IR packs. is. You know what I'm we saying. Win. What? Um, 
And I'm I'm curious to see, are you guys still playing Hearthstone? Because there was a lot of hype behind it when we were talking about that, and it's, what, like a month later, I think, maybe. So, are you guys still playing Hearthstone? I am, personally. I know uh, Tim is as well. I've seen him on from time to time. Yep, I still play. I'm not playing as much, but I still play from time to time. I think I'm going to start playing more once uh, Jay Druid gets that nerf. Actually, I was reading an article. Jade Druid is pretty much like leaving the meta, and people are Thank basically building. God. When they build decks, they're like, oh, I'm going to throw in, like, uh, what is it, the Skulking Geist? Skulking Geist, yep. Or Tiny. this or that. Um, there's a couple other cards that it does, it's not as like definitive as the Skulking Geist, mm-hmm. but still do uh, are nice counters to the Jade Druid. So I definitely think it's leaving the meta, but it also doesn't help that you play Hunter, don't you? Me? Yeah. No, uh, no, I play Mage right now because that's oh, the okay. only legendary or the Death Knight that I have. Okay. Uh, well, I guess I have Uther too, but meh. I don't like Paladins that much. They're not that fun to me. Well, getting his uh, getting his four horsemen out there is not necessarily the easy. Though, I will state, I went up against a guy who was playing uh, Uther uh-huh. and had a Paladin deck, you know, with the whole four horsemen thing. I destroyed him, but the concept that he had was freaking smart. And I thought about if I ever got Uther to try to do the same thing and maybe pull it off a little better because his idea behind it, and, okay. and I'm sure this is a common idea, but you, you it, it wouldn't happen until more later on, but you hit your two, you have one of your horsemen, right? You throw down, I, I don't know their name, so I'm sorry, but you throw down one of those panda guys that make, them go, make a card go back in your hand. Is it Brewmaster, I think? There's like a couple of them, but yeah, you and he returns someone to your hand, so now you have one of your horsemen in your hand so it can't get destroyed, right? Oh. So if you do that a few times and you have all four of them in your hand, that's uh-huh. an eight, all, all, you have eight mana, boom, 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 done. That is pretty yeah. smart. I was it thinking was of doing like a, uh, like a taunt deck just to keep them safe, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. That's, a, that's a popular thing. And you can know. do taunt decks to keep them safe, but the problem is any kind of board wipe. GG. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, that's the only thing. We'll go ahead, Trey. It's not fun to me to play like that. Like I'm a very aggressive player. Like I'm an OG hunter player, and like Magic the Gathering, I played a lot of uh, aggro goblin decks. You were red, weren't or you? Artif- you were hardcore red. Hell yeah, yeah. I was a dirty red, dude. Freaking dirty red. That's my favorite deck to play. Um, for those Goblins that don't the know, best. the uh, the what Tim is referencing when he talks about the four horsemen, the paladin actually has a thing where it's his hero power, right? Yes. Can yep. turn if you get four of these of his hero power out after you've played his death knight card, um, you just win the game. It's like without it's, them it's dying. Basically, yeah, yeah. Well, they have to all four be on the board at the same time. Um, it's like Exodia, basically. And I think that might even be what they like Exodia Paladin or something like that. I think so. Is what people refer Exodia Mage. I've Wait, heard Exodia that. Exodia Mage is for the infinite fireball. Yeah. Yep. So j- just for those that don't know that don't play Hearthstone. It's a pretty neat thing. They've added a lot of stuff in this in this expansion mm-hmm. that is just um I don't know, it revitalized it to me and got me excited about it again. And the freaking like Oh gosh, what is the card called? Demise? Is that it? The one that defile it does one damage, and then if it, that kills a minion, it does another one damage, and it and it repeats itself. So like, if you have a board with a one, a two, a three, a four, a f- and a five health cards, and you play it, you'll kill all of those and do damage to everything else on the board. Not heroes though, 
And uh, I don't know. It just it makes some really interesting little plays and stuff that uh, excite me. Excites me a lot because just throwing out monsters and being like to the face, to the face, to the face. Like that's cool and everything. I get it. Yeah, it's it just cool not the way that. I like to play. I, I know you like it, and I play. Listen, man, <laughs> I played a straight aggro deck when I played Magic: The Gathering too. Red with lightning bolts, and is it is it lightning bolt? The it does like five damage or three something damage. like that. Three damage, one drop, three damage or something. All like that. that I I played all that stuff too. Like that was my favorite deck. Um, but yeah. But also, yeah, death, yeah I could talk about Magic for a while. But I um, think I did. I did artifact goblin. For my first deck ever, Jesus. and then I did blue white. I don't even know what that deck was, but I had that hero guy. I can't. I don't know his name anymore. The Planeswalker, Jace. Yeah, Jace, I had I had know. Jace Jace Bellerin. Yep. And then um, I had a uh, fuck. I had the red guy too. I can't think of his name either. There's a couple. I I can't think of their names though. But. Other than that, I think I played vampires after that, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is vampires are pretty fun. They have yeah. Uh, cool concept and then i quit the game and sold all my cards and then uh, a certain someone old roommate of mine stole them that's nice yeah that's yeah roommates they're fantastic yeah man roommates are great my roommate currently is a little bit of a pill but i'm kind of <laughs> stuck with her don't you have a lot of roommates i have i have, i do have <laughs> a lot of some some older some much younger <laughs> Um, but yeah, Magic the Gathering. I've spent some time playing that. I sure. spent a lot of money and time on that myself. Yeah. So did I, man. What are you thinking about um, the Hearthstone expansion, Trevor? No, I've loved it. It's um, kind of re uh, revitalized the game for me. Uh, it was it was great to open up the fifty packs this time and actually get some cards that I really liked, <laughs> as opposed to the Angoro expansion, to where I wasn't too happy with my opening, and I think that's why I. I opened those packs and I never even played any of those cards. Yeah. So it, it was a little disappointing that time, but this time, not only did I like the theme, uh, but also the the play style of a lot of the decks that I've made so far have been really fun too. I have a, uh, a Taunt Druid. I have a Death Knight Warlock that I really like. I have the and same deck. My, um, shoot. Oh, my Warrior. My, uh, my Enraged Warrior. So those are my three Frozen Throne decks, and I, I really like playing all of them. That Enraged Warrior is a nasty deck. Well, you and I played against each other, and every one of those decks you just mentioned, the Taunt Druid gave me the most fucking trouble. And we have the same pa- um, Warlock deck. But, uh, dude, I don't know, man. I've just really been playing, and it's a nice game to, like, now that it's on tablets and phones, which I've, it's been on there for a long time, but this is the first, like, time around I've really played it on there. Um you know the kids will be in the house watching a cartoon or whatever and I'll be done doing the dishes and I'll grab my tablet and play a game or two and it's nice just filler during the day I don't know yeah I mean I feel the same way I mean I stopped playing after what was it I think it was like even before um the Karazhan one I think that's when I stopped but uh it really has me interested in these new mechanics the cards were fun um, it really got me back into the game for sure. After you, you guys opening the packs and kind of explaining things, and I had you know, my brain brainstorming on uh, deck ideas. It was fun. It's really oh, fun so far. I really like it a lot. It definitely helps when your friends are like getting into a game, right? Mm-hmm. Like ninety nine percent of the time, I start playing a new game. It's specifically because one of my friends is like. We're all doing it, man, which must mean that I'm a weak person and I give in to peer pressure. I don't know. But, like, that's what I do. Like, 
that's how I game. I've said that already once this podcast. Like, I I started playing World of Warcraft again, which I never. I said I'd never do that. I I never peer pressure, peer pressure, peer pressure. Given to that peer pressure to give into that addiction or whatever because I love World of Warcraft. And sure enough, freaking Trevor's like. I told him, we were talking about Hearthstone, and I told him, yeah, man, you know, I'd love to play Legion, but there's the monthly fee, but the real issue is, like, I've got to buy another key. And Trevor's like, oh, I've, I've got another key sitting around here somewhere. I don't know why you talk w- like Winnie the Pooh, but, um, <laughs> but uh, and I was like, oh, shit. So, yeah, so I'm leveling a Shadow Priest now, and I'm just like, Trevor and I, uh, freaking quested together for like four hours earlier today or something and nice dude it just it, it brings back so many memories of just things done with friends and battleground which we haven't played battlegrounds but i keep thinking about playing battlegrounds with friends and stuff because like 99 mm-hmm. percent of my time spent from like jesus 21 to probably 26 i think or 27 maybe even was usually playing World of Warcraft with friends and talking or talking about playing World of Warcraft. And like most of the friends that I still have today, I either met through World of Warcraft or really bonded together with through World of Warcraft. That's awesome. But uh, God, I love Blizzard so much. I think we should do another podcast or we do a podcast on just Blizzard. Oh, uh, it'd just be a fucking circle jerk fan fest, but I'm totally fine. fine with that, man. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> Dude, I could talk about Diablo 2 all goddamn day. I could talk about it four or five minutes, but that's just me. Oh, I, I love Diablo 2. Diablo 3, I could talk about for two minutes. Oh, wait, know, man. that's what I'm talking about. Three, I could yeah, talk yeah, about three, for two minutes. I don't know, Two man. and one, I could definitely. I don't, want, I don't want to trash it too much, but uh, yeah. yeah. It's a good game, but not for me. Yeah, agreed. Uh, agreed. I um I will state one thing about the Hearthstone expansion. Um, so I'm a pretty calm, relaxing person. If you know me, I don't get angry very often. Very super mellow. Even when things aren't going my way in a video game, I stay relaxed. I don't get mad. Um, I don't know, man. But you know, salt warning incoming. <laughs> Um, that's the exact opposite, by the way. I'm a I, I I'm a competitive person, and when I go up against Jade Druid, that deck. Oh, hell breaks loose. That deck is was the bane of my existence. Now, it's not very often that it comes up anymore, and I think it's because of what you were saying earlier. People are just finding their ways around it, right? And that was that was that's good because that deck, like almost like I liked Hearthstone. I I stopped playing after the mechs whenever that expansion was. Um, that's when when I started stopped, and then again we're all over Trevor's. Trevor's opening up all these packs, and we're just like ooh ah ooh hey ah, ah. you know good times, um, but. <laughs> I like that there's standard mode. That was a big draw to me. The fact mm-hmm. that there's a mode now that, you know, it's just not all the cards, like there's an actual standard practice to it, like there was in in, uh, in uh, Magic is, is, is good for me because that means if there's something broken, eventually it won't be there anymore, right? That's good. Um, as people were finding out the, the, the what I'm going to call the weakness, I guess, to Jade Druid. Because I was, I was pretty ragey for a while. Like, I'd go up against Jade Druid two or three times and lose, and you guys knew about it. I made sure of it. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, is, yes. that is correct, yes. You guys definitely knew. Um, I even stated that I would never play the game until it was fixed, and then I played a game like two minutes after. But 
Um, that's just me. But the game, the expansion itself is, is it, it was a lot of fun. Hearthstone again, and, and especially bringing to what you were saying, Zach, the fact that I could play it everywhere when at work, and I can be on break for an hour and play it, or before I clock in and play a match, like that's huge to me. Like that's absolutely huge to me. Um, being able to play it with the portability that it has, and it has, you know, everybody likes a game where you have to get a pack, and you got that, like, that, like, oh, I hope I get something good. Oh, I hope I get something good. That's a that's a big draw. Like, whether people want to admit it or not, that's a big draw because you're always you always want to be that guy who gets that one card that nobody else got, right? Like, oh, look what I got. Ah. Um, and and I'm sure this is a big reason why you played Magic. The same reason I played Magic. The same reason Trey played Magic. Trevor, did you ever play Magic? Nope. Okay, well, you don't fit in here. Um, but <laughs> God but, uh, damn. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> it's, it's the things that draw me into something like Hearthstone, and the reason I'm happy to that I got back into it, is it's the tr- strategic thought process that goes into making your deck. Like, that is a lot of fun to really strat- sit there and strategize on a deck that you want to play, and especially to see that deck that you built be successful. Yeah, but that is a lot of that's just the feels you get when you do that is fantastic. Yeah, I copy a lot of my decks currently until I get used to the game, but that is a hundred percent true. Like if you develop a deck that is great and you win some games with it, there's nothing quite like that pride. I'm sorry, Trey, I kind of interrupted you there. Oh no, I, I was just saying, master strategist. It makes you feel like a badass. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. You know, Tim. To kind of counter your point a little bit about Jade Druid, every card game uh, kind of has that, though. And I th- I think every every video game really has that. Like, there's always, like, oh, we found the ultimate build that can beat everything. And then the meta kind of evolves, and they figure out how to beat it. Like, even Magic the Gathering has that. The difference is, is I think Blizzard gets... I think they have in the back of their minds, hey, if we screw something up, we can always patch it out. Whereas like mm-hmm. Magic the Gathering, it's like, hey, we printed all the all, we printed off all these <laughs> cards. We better play test the shit out of this before we produce it because that's money lost, and we're not just right. printing out new cards, so to speak. But uh, I definitely think I don't know. Like I try not to get too angry about it. I I do understand, and I've I've lost my fair share to Chaser. Don't get me wrong. Like the second I see j- those those tokens come out, and like they start like winding up, especially against my Warlock deck. That's it's a really late game deck. Um, it's pretty fucking upsetting, but you persevere, I guess. I don't know, man. It's pretty upsetting, but you you, you know what's going to leave. You know it's going to get mm-hmm. fixed. You know someone's going to suck it up, and they're going to come up with a new deck, and they're like, oh, this is better than Jade Druid, or this beats Jade Druid, and now that becomes like what everyone copies off of Hearthpone. Right. I, think I like what... my... Go for it. Go, go, go ahead. I'm sorry. Obviously, I like my, my Elemental Mage. I feel like I, I worked with what I had, and... I think it's doing pretty good. I just don't play the game enough to see how it fares against other decks, but yeah. I beat Tim once. That was cool. Elemental <laughs> Mage is a pain in the ass. Especially once it. you get your hero card off mm-hmm. and then you start like working. Oh, dude. Um, yeah. Just, I hate it. I hate you, it. You you beat me and uh, Elemental Mage is really good and you beat me and my deck was uh, was a fairly decent deck. Like, I did really well with that deck that I had. My little Rage Warrior that I had. I, uh-huh. It was, it was a, it's a, fairly powerful deck um, because it has good control early game and really hard hitting late game if you're not careful and you were able to definitely hold me off until I just had I mean I think I literally had no other cards yeah I got lucky because you didn't get your death knight until like 
uh, what's like, like maybe the third to last turn. Or yeah, something like it that. was it was like at the bottom of my deck, which you know that's the name of the game. That's the name of the game in any card game. I mean, yeah, you can't get mad at that. I can't get mad at you for my my good card being at the bottom, right? That's just yeah. that happened plenty of times in Magic. But I think one of the things that always upset me about Jade Druid was not only does Druid do well at ramp up, right? Because they can have ten mana crystals by the time you have five, but it was just because of that mixing in with the ramp up that they have from the Jade cards. It was just it was a hot mess. But then you throw in Skulking Geist, and that hot mess turns into nothing because their whole strategy just went out the window. Yeah. So there was there was workarounds, and I was I mean, and, and I was angry, and I know I was angry, and I get that way. It's just it's a frustrating situation for me. But then you find those counters like that, and and I even said it to you guys. I I just kind of figured at one point it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't Jay Druid. It was more me. It was me because I started getting pummeled by other decks as well. You know, Elemental Mage was actually really strong against me. Uh, Exodia Mage really strong against me. So it, it just came down to like I needed to tone my deck. I need to fix my deck or, you know, get get some other decks going. Because I always feel in a game like Hearthstone, Magic, when you play a deck and it's the one deck that you have and it's all that you have, the more repetitive you play it, the more... I, I mean, personally, I tend to lose with it because... And I get more frustrated by it because it's. I feel like it's just daunting because now it's the only deck I have. It, it, it's like I should be played like this and when it doesn't happen, it frustrates me. So it's good to have multiple decks because you can go back and forth between them. That's me. That makes sense. I mean, I think a good deck usually has mm, at least two win conditions. Like Correct. you build it for this reason, you have a backup plan, and then somewhere in the mix there, you probably have one or two other ways that you can win, whether it's, you know, the other player's just sloppy or whatever. But, I mean, a deck needs to be a nice balance of countering your opponent and but ensuring your own victory via your strategy and implementing that strategy and it's so much so that like right from the get go those cards you mulligan are that fucking important to your plan and that's how you win games and that's uh, uh go ahead, yeah. sorry i, th I, I think say... go ahead. <laughs> you you so hard. you go tim that's the hard part about like Exodia Mage is there's one win condition with Exodia Mage. Yeah. And you can very easily, very easily lose with Exodia Mage because there is a one win one condition. So I agree. Yeah. Which I would argue that that's not a great deck then. But also, I mean, I just hit rank 15 because I play really casually. So what the fuck do I know? And I saw Better that Exodia, I saw Exodia Mage played at um, the Gamescom. Invitational or tournament that they did for Hearthstone. So I mean, what do I know? Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> overall, I think it's a pretty freaking fantastic expansion. I'm gonna continue to play. I'm having the time of my life playing it. I just, dude, I'm just so like right now for me, gaming is at a peak between World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, Destiny comes out in a week or less than a week through two days. Cuphead comes out in a few weeks. Jesus, Call of Duty, um, uh. Evil Within, <laughs> yeah, 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 Evil Within <laughs> Two, which I'm looking forward to playing, even though I've not played the first one, but I thought that the gameplay that I did see for it looked really cool. Battlefront Two, um, man, there's so many games, and then there's still a crap ton of games that I still have yet to play, which I could do a whole podcast about the life cycle of games and how I have a stack or a list of games 
that are like Persona 5. Everyone loves Persona 5, right? Uh, I want to play it so bad. It's already a fan favorite. It's already a cult classic, and I still haven't played it, and it's killing me. So there you go, man. It's, I don't know. I'm right now, I'm at a hot, an all time high as far as gaming goes, and I'm looking forward to Destiny with you guys this week. I just, uh, I'm going to get, we're going to get Trevor into it. Like, we're going to get Trevor deep. Deep, deep Destiny? Dive. Yeah, dude. Deep we're we're going to go balls Destiny. deep. Uh, sorry, that might be a little, you might want to cut that. <laughs> but <laughs> no, uh, I'm yeah. excited, man. Uh, like I said last time, it, it wasn't all that great. I had a few people from work to play with, um, but it, this was after I left GameStop, so this was kind of when gaming died out a little bit for me. Yeah. Just because I, you know, I, for one, I'd, I wasn't able to check out games as easily, which means I had, I had to actually purchase my games if I wanted to try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really looking forward to this one now that I've got a lot of people to play with. I'm sure it'll be a much better experience, even mm-hmm. just from that alone. Just oh, you're going to play with me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Just at the end of, like, Destiny 1, I think... You know, obviously Destiny, when it first came out, it had some things going for it, but I definitely think it got boring. But then when the Taken King expansion, they definitely, I feel like, hit their stride, made the game they should have made to begin with. Um, And they started including really neat things like hidden secrets in raids, hidden secrets and stuff. Um, But yeah, that's my thought on that. So... So one thing that you never got to do in Destiny, right, Trevor, was play the raids. You play raids in WoW, but you haven't got to play raids in Destiny ever, right? Correct. Trey, did you get to play raids in Destiny? Um, I played Vault of Glass. Okay. That's about it. I think Vault of Glass was the best raid in the game, personally. I have played them all. I still think Vault of Glass was the best, one of the more unique ones. Um, But if you guys, when we get to play, and I'm telling you, it's, 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 oh, man, it's, um... It's a lot of fun when you actually dive into it and you are playing with friends and you're raiding and you get, you know, because it got down to the point to like me and Destiny 1, we would have our daily raid or our weekly raid when we would do it because and we'd have three characters we'd do it on if we had the opportunity to do it on. Um, that way you can get your, you know, maximize your loot. You would have the nightly or the weekly nightfall. Then you have your strikes that you do. And we would always try to get it done. I think it's set reset every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, me and my gr- little group of people, well, usually it's me and Casey, a.k.a. Moonpickle. Um, and we would either get a couple of our other friends or we would LFG some people, you know, and we would try to get as much as that done on Tuesday. That way the rest of the week, it was all crucible missions, uh, bounties and exotic explore, trying to get exotic weapons. And it's just, it becomes addicting. It really does. You start getting into that freaking cycle of things. It is a very addicting cycle. Oh, I think Trevor can, uh, he can empathize with, uh, looting, getting addicting. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's not like I've played Warcraft for the past 13 years or anything. <laughs> yeah, you know. No biggie. I don't know. I just like the secrets that they put into the game. That's like they discovered a secret for during, was it a raid, Tim? Where like you had to put in you had to hit so many of these buttons or something in a certain order. I can't remember yep. exactly what it was, so, but it was fucking in depth. In Wrath of the Machine, there was a math maze and it was you co- you completely did not have to do it it was a secret but you didn't have to do it because it basically the room you did it in you would just run right past and not even think about it right well there's a room that there were two panels in the previous room and four places to be in the next room and what you had to do was there were like these little cylinders you had to jump on and the people the two people in the room before had to read off like a a coordinate so it'd be like four two three two and then you'd add those together and figure out what that actual coordinate was and the first person in the second room would have to jump on the right pillar and you can you do that 
four times, and if you do it successfully in four times, there is a secret. It unlocks exotic weapon thing, majigger, and you got you got you got stuff for doing it. And it was it was nuts because y they don't tell you, hey, there's a thing in here. Somebody at some point in time, I don't know how, had to have put two and two together that those two rooms did something together, which blows my mind to begin with on top of the fact of knowing what those two rooms actually did together like it was mind-blowing that someone even figured it out wasn't there a boss you had to fight too um the boss fights actually right after that like the oh, main okay. boss For fight some is reason right I thought after that. that it not only did it unlock a room to a chest but you had to fight a boss maybe i'm thinking of something else i must be because i didn't actually um, do that one i don't think inside was that exact same raid there was a television there was like seven monitors you could find and again completely random but if you found all seven monitors you got an exotic ingram too like is it's nuts yeah was that the black spindle thing raid or that was a secret? different thing i think the oh, black okay. spindle was the sniper rifle wasn't it Tim? Uh, yeah the black spindle was a sniper rifle i don't know where you that got had another um i did that one and i'm trying to remember what it was but that had another thing where you had to you had to do a couple different things and then you had to you got an item that you had to interact with and then you had to do a, uh, a strike or something like that. Dude, it's been uh, so long. But yeah, it's another one okay. of those, like, it was a random thing that you could only do for one day. Yeah. I'm really excited for that. Hopefully that happens again. Because uh, I think World of Warcraft recently had that with this, like, unicorn mount. Right, yep. Trevor? Right. We had to, like, go around and find all this other stuff. And, then, like, it's really cool to get a community together to do stuff like that. And I'm looking forward to do that in Destiny 2. Because I didn't get to do that in the first one. Yep. That unicorn thing caused Trevor quite a bit of grief. Yeah, that's uh, that's quite an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Trevor. It was worth it though. It was it was really uh, it was fun. It was rewarding. I like the the secrets. Even if I'm not the one that discovers them, there's still puzzles you have to do that people can't solve for you. So it's still it's still fun to have to actually go in and and mm -hmm. solve those puzzles. Hopefully, um, all of us can figure out some stuff in Destiny like that. That would like be maybe when we're cool. doing these strikes and whatnot. Because I know there's going to be, like, in the map, or on the maps, there's going to be secret areas like that. Because I think they're kind of leaning towards doing a lot of exploration in this game. Yeah. That's Instead what of I've last been time, where it was like, go here, shoot this, go here, kill this. This time around, it's like, hey, go here. And while you're here, maybe you should do some exploration because I think there's something around here. And while you're doing that, you should probably kill these guys. And while you're doing this, look out for this. And I'm like, mm, yes, layers. Give me layers to my games. I love it. Yep. Agreed. Can't wait. Plus, I'm, I just want to see all the Titan armor because I really want to cosplay one. And if I get really cool Titan armor, I want to be able to make it. Do the Titans have the best armor. They really do. I mean, I love Hunter. Like, I'm an OG Hunter for life. Like, yeah. I love Hunters to a T. Like, they're, they're, like, the coolest to me. But I was like, you know what? It's a new game. All my friends are playing Hunters. I'm going to go. I'm going to be a Titan. Dude, I want to be their shield to their blade. The Titan the Titan um, Crucible armor was always the coolest to me. It had that fur around the neck. Oh, oh man, yeah. I'm a sucker for that stuff. I don't know. What was his name? Shanix, right? That's his name. Put the other oh, the the PVP uh, quartermaster. Um, yeah, it's something like that. I don't remember. It's like Saladin, and I don't know. But yeah, whatever. I, I'm not too deep in the lore of Destiny yet. I watched like a uh, like an hour and a half video by uh, My Name Is Bife. You guys should go check that out. It's pretty cool. Um, but it kind of got me caught up. 
Nice. And it's got me a little invested now. I'm just interested to see where it goes. And I've heard some spoilers of the game, but I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. I'm excited for the Leviathan. That's all I'll say. You guys want to end it there? We're at an hour. It seems like a good stopping point. Cool. All right, well, I appreciate you guys tuning in for another episode of FamCast. We'll be back every week. You can check it out on YouTube, Google Play, and iTunes, so make sure you subscribe. Leave some comments. Let us know what you think about all these upcoming games, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Later. Bye-bye.